Welcome to Waiting for Review, a show that follows the journeys of two iOS developers. I'm Dave Knott, an iOS developer from Devon, England. And I'm Dave Wood, an iOS developer in Wellington, New Zealand. Join us as we discuss the development, code and technology of our journeys. I'm struggling to come up with my next app idea. Yeah. Um, and when I say app, I mean kind of utility app, what I would call sort of like a, a proper app as opposed to like a, a, a game or something. Possibly mentioned it outside the show last week that I've got a bit of an itch to make a game again. Um, yeah. I tweeted about it and yeah, possibly a bad idea, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go again. Um, I've always had a bit of a fascination with kind of 2D physics-based games. Um, yeah. And as luck would have it, they're not too difficult to code and you can kind of iterate quite quickly on them, I found. My biggest issue is that I've always struggled to make a game that's fun. <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of coming at it with that very much in mind. Like in, in the past when I've tried, I've kind of focused on, on the tech too much. So I've kind of like gone right in and started writing physics code and this and that. And then I come away a few hours later and I'm like, well, this isn't fun at all. Why, why did I make this? Like, this is just fundamentally flawed in, in almost every way. But all the while I was busy coding. So I was, I was kind of like a busy fool, I guess you could say. Yeah. And you sort of feel busy because you're deep in the code and yeah. So like, look at me, I'm hard at work and then you come away from it and it's like, Oh, well, that, that was pointless. So I've, I've got a bit of an idea of a game. Um, and I, I always feel quite vulnerable when I start thinking about game ideas a because I've got this whole will it be fun complex because in the past my games typically have not been fun Um, and also it's like well it's probably been done I mean there's so many games out there it's so competitive but then I see some of the games that just keep reappearing as new releases and in in a kind of new packaging that rush up the charts and it kind of gives me a little bit of confidence in a way that maybe maybe it could work if I could make make something compelling um, that people can you know latch onto. And of course, with a game, you've got the broad market appeal as well, which is something I haven't had with my other apps at all. Yeah, and you, you have that sort of that perennial kind of factor to it as well, um, just in terms of like it's, it's well, it's evergreen is what I mean, rather than perennial. You know, it's it's a, a product where it's always going to be something that you can can kind of push at any time of the year, unless it's a Christmas game. In which case, you you probably got to wait another eleven months. Um, <laughs> Note to self: Do not make a Christmas game. <laughs> yeah, or make one that can have a Christmas theme. Um, and in that purchase for Christmas, that's what we'll have. Yeah, and one for Halloween as well. Yeah, and uh, no, it's it's very tricky. I think um, just sort of picking that next app idea when you know you want to be doing something, you know, but just sort of honing in on exactly what that something is. Yeah, I've I've never really been in this position so far, and I, f- I feel a bit uncomfortable with it because this whole kind of thing started with Armchair, and I already had the idea for Armchair because I was kind of a, quite a big fan of Cody. Um, I was quite into it. I, I love all my home theatre kit. So from that point of view, it was like, oh yeah, this would be cool. Let's make an iPhone app to remote control Cody. And yeah, you know that was like done that's like a, a, a good idea I, I want i wanted the product for myself um and i figured well maybe some other people do as well and i never really started it with much of a business in mind it was just making the app i wanted to use and then i kind of thought well i might as well release it and if i'm going to release it i might as well have like a, a, a business around it and do some more of this stuff and keep it on going 
Um, again, Space Readers kind of came about just as I was finishing up on Armchair. Um, Heather and I were talking. Obviously, she's a teacher, so she can come at it from kind of the educational point of view. I was looking for a new project, and we were just kind of chatting over dinner one night, and it's like, yeah, actually, this is a good idea. Um, I kind of, again, with her, with her educator's hat on, she could almost validate the idea on my behalf as kind of like, yes, I'm a teacher and this could benefit in the classroom and the kids that I teach. So it was like, tick, that's good. Um, and the timing was perfect. I could almost like roll out of Armchair and roll into a new app. And now I'm kind of like, now Armchair version three's out there. It's, yeah. in, it's in a good place. And yeah, sure, I, I could add more features to it, but I think maybe I should be looking at a third app. Um we touched on this a little bit uh, a show or two ago where we were sort of talking about the difference of going all in on one app where that one app is kind of like your, your entire career um, yeah. or, or do you spread yourself out across many apps? And I think I'm probably going to have to go for that, that approach. Um, I don't know how you, how you're feeling with your apps and things like that. Maybe you're taking a different approach. Um, no. So with my apps, I mean, my, my apps that I have in my app store under RoboHeads, um, sort of completely all mine, my own business. I've got GoVJ, the video mixing app, and I have Holovid, which is an app for creating sort of custom holograms, which are essentially reflected videos. Um, and I had an iMessage app as well, but that's pretty much dead, just as a market and everything else. Um, the, the app still exists. It's called StickerBot. But so... If I look at that, I've got sort of three things that are out there, but only really one of them has been sort of making me any real money, and that's GoVJ. Um, and that was very much a sort of labor of like one big app, sort of getting that from start to finish, you know, in terms of, of, of all the different things it needed to sort of make it work. And then it really was a case of, I think, doing that as a side project around full-time work it must have taken me about a good 14 15 months i think in terms of like different prototypes learning and that that's how i learned ios development as well though so there was a lot of iteration and a lot of sort of uh running before i could walk and going back and kind of hacking half of the project to bits and starting again um but so I, what I'm what I'm keen to avoid is any sort of other side project that I do outside of my now you know nine to five iOS development work that is sort of of that kind of nature. I don't want something that's going to take me that long. Um, but I do want a new app. So I'm I'm kind of the long way around is that I'm in in that sort of second category of wanting to do something small and maybe several something smalls if the time allows. You know, so that I iterate and I've got a few things sort of out there rather than just one big thing. Because I, I don't don't really have the free time to be sort of slogging it out um and waiting a year, two years or whatever to sort of get get something out and into the store. Mm. It sounds like maybe we're in a similar boat. I, I think we are, and I think we're reaching it at um psychologically at a very good time. You know, this is sort of end of 2017 beginning of 2018 sort of time <laughs> new year <Yeah>. new me <laughs> yeah all of that um, so i i have a plan for this actually i don't know about you but i write down 
um, my app ideas. I keep notes of all the different ideas I have. Um, I have a, a folder inside my just in Apple Notes um, with like little one-liners and, and bits and bobs where I've sort of gone, oh, that might be good, that might be good, um, just so that I can sort of capture these things as, as they come up. Mm. So my plan over this Christmas holiday, which is coming up very, very rapidly as we record this, um, and I've got a substantial amount of time off, actually, and my plan, other than chilling out and enjoying time with my family, is to kind of go through the list and find um, the one in terms of sort of what I'll be working on as a side thing um, sort of come 2018. I'm not going back at this stage and, and recoding Go VJ. I'm not updating it in any meaningful way sort of for the foreseeable. Um, I, I've not cancelled the app or anything like that, but I know that that way sort of lies, you know, six more months to rebuild the engine or whatever and then i go ta-da it's done and it looks basically the same all right um, yeah yeah <laughs> so it, it, it's something i would like to have happen but i kind of i kind of want to get a new app out there something small just so i have that experience again of sort of launching something all of my own um so yeah i'm going to go through the list um not going to sort of spend all of the holiday period agonizing about this, but I'm going to get it down to to some contenders and then kind of just weigh them up um, in terms of probably a little bit of sort of potential market uh, kind of testing. Nothing major, you know, just sort of te- checking what the competition's like, checking um, things like um, search keywords, those sort of things, anything meaningful that I can track down to sort of show me whether there's any numbers behind each idea yeah um and then between that and got instinct pick one and go for it Mm. Um, i was thinking the other day it'd be really nice if apple through their search ads platform would offer the same level of insights that google do through the adwords yeah um whereby yeah i could go into google adwords and look at the keyword planning tool and type in say uh, let's just use armchair as an example I could type in Cody Remote and see how many searches per month Cody gets. Cody Remote gets, sorry. Um, and from that, you can quite often get a really good sense of is is there anything here, um, like market yep. size, things like that. Um, <clears throat> and quite often, if there isn't, then that's almost like, well, let's move on because if no one's searching for it, chances are <laughs> no one's really <laughs> wanting it. Um, yeah. So if Apple could almost do that and give us that kind of data, but just within the app store, that would be pretty powerful. I think um, it would. I'm not entirely sure why they don't. Uh, no, I don't know whether there's like sort of politics behind that or whether it's just a technical thing they haven't done or whether there's a technical limitation. Not that I can think of a decent one why there would be, uh, but that'd be, <laughs> that would be a pretty good app validation tool for developers. I would say. Yeah. And I mean, Obviously, we don't have that right now, so yeah, I guess naturally that 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 leads us straight into sort of looking at, at um, Google sort of offerings there, really. But you can get a sense um, through search ads where you uh, choose your phrases; they kind of give you a, a bar that is a certain length, and the longer the bar, the more popular the phrase. But that, yeah. that bar could mean a hundred or a thousand or a million. For all I know, it's it's all kind of it's like long bar equals 
popular. Short bar equals yep. not popular. <laughs> but. I don't know. I, I think I'd, I'd be very loath to kind of use that. Certainly wouldn't wouldn't want to use something like that on its own. Oh yeah, it's um, got to be thrown into a mix. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think if um, you know, if I'm coming down between like if I've got a good view of maybe a couple of apps um, through other means, you know, look, looking at, at sort of Google's data and, and, and anything else, then I might take a look at that as well, sort of within search ads, you know, to sort of help help pick between one and the other. Yeah, uh, yeah. That could perhaps be a, a good way of sort of using it. Um, but no, I mean, I, I do suspect for, for the purposes of, of what I would like to achieve in, in sort of, first quarter i guess the next year is that i would like to have something that is is kind of quickly executed quickly built and and, and out there you know in, into the market single swim sort of thing um so there is an element of of perhaps uh the data will help me help me pick between different ideas but it's not going to <clears throat> give me the idea um and it's it's not going to necessarily replace a sort of bit of gut instinct and kind of you know going going where I, I want to go as well yeah I think um, there's always going to be that isn't there it's always going to be a little bit of gut instinct no matter what you do yeah and, as long as you can back and up I think, some vague data as well yeah yeah and, and I think um as I'm not necessarily trying to do this for anything other than you know scratching that itch I guess really of, of wanting to put something out there and, and have that that experience um, I wouldn't say that it doesn't matter whether it does well or, or not, but I'm, I'm not trying to feed my family with this. That's that's not the point, um, yeah. you know. So, um, I think if I if I was to frame this, yeah. So so the, the challenge here for me is that um, I would like to have something that is functionally complete by the end of February. Okay, so oh, that's sort of if I'm if I'm putting a time box around this rather than necessarily an app a month or whatever, because I know that my free time being where it is, that's that doesn't actually feel achievable for me. Trust me, it isn't. I tried it one year. I think 2015, my New Year's resolution was I'm going to make one app a month, and yeah, January almost disappeared right in front of my eyes, and <laughs> I made the most terrible app and. Just almost to say, look, I've made an app in January, <laughs> um, but yeah. it didn't work out. Yeah, and and um, so so I, I guess for me, it, it feels like I could have something that is kind of at least, um, let's say, functional. You know, it may may need some extra gloss and sort of design work doing on it or, or whatever to sort of make it a proper product, but but functional by the end of February. Um, and that sort of time scale, working with kind of snippets of, of time around regular work and family life and everything else, that by its nature, that dictates that this needs to be a very, very small project. You know, if you're talking about things in terms of screens or whatever, this has got to be like, you know, bare minimal amount of screens to it. It's going to be quite a simple, simple kind of idea and app. I think that's kind of what draws me to games in a way, because I think sometimes the simplest idea can almost be the most captivating. Yeah. It's just having that, that sort of gem of an idea um, because there's plenty of other games and believe me, I know I've made some that try and achieve that and then just fall flat on their face 
and, and you can almost tell that yeah okay you, you just tried to rush something out here in the hope that you'd hit a home run almost by pure yeah. luck and yeah it just stinks of one of those games um so like I flappy think, bird gambles yeah kind of like that yeah i mean flappy bird got incredibly lucky and i think the more i think about flappy bird i was thinking about it yesterday i think the the kind of key to it was how the the physics were set up because it was right. it was very much um the way it was all about the way the bird would um sort of fly up when you tap the screen and and the speed at which it would fall and i think that a, a really good balance was struck there that made it playable like really playable obviously because everyone loved it but really also quite difficult as well almost to the point yeah. where you could really sort of as the player really sort of get a feel for it and almost feel like the game almost becomes an extension of you and you become really skilled at it in quite a short space of time. And I think that's kind of part of the, part of the, the genius behind that game because it could so easily yep. be written off as oh, just another silly platformer game. And for some reason it went crazy on the app store. But I, th- I think that was a, a real reason behind that was it was really well balanced in terms of its physics. And again, that's yeah, kind of like okay. getting quite technical there, but I think that really did work for the game and it's probably not given <laughs> enough credit for that. No, I'd agree with with your assessment there. Um, it sort of delivers a lot back as a game, as I remember it. You know, it it, it gives you something back reasonably quick in terms of progression. Yeah. Um, so you've got that kind of like, um, I know there's a whole psychology around games and that side of things that I don't fully understand, but I know that that it, there are there is some deep research around it. But I imagine it's that kind of like virtuous circle sort of thing. You you get enough progress to feel like you've made a, a bit of achievement but equally you 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 get enough challenge to then sort of make you keep coming back yeah you know just to get that little bit further along a little bit further along um and obviously it's it's quite a simple game and i almost feel silly sort of talking about it to that depth but it, it's true it gives you enough of all of those things to sort of set up this this kind of repetitive cycle um so have you got any ideas so far, do you think, that sort of fit that kind of mould? I think so, yeah. Um, interesting, yeah. you were saying you've got a notepad document of um, kind of app ideas. I've been, um, my approach has always been a little bit different. I always find it's easiest for me to kind of quickly draw my apps. So yep. I've got a in Affinity Designer, I've kind of got a file where if I have an idea, I'll just quickly draw it and that could mean drawing a really yucky version of a table view controller or a collection view um, or just some like really sort of crude interpretations of what the app could look like. And then I'll sort of get it out of my head and then I'll look back at it a little bit later. And it's at yep. looking back at it a little bit later where I'm like, oh, okay, maybe there's something here or maybe there just definitely wasn't. So I find that's kind mm. of like a, a good first step for me because I find when I first get an idea, I'm always in love with the idea. I'm like, yeah, this is the best idea ever. Um, just need to make it now. And the temptation, and I've done it in the past, is just to jump into Xcode and sort of telling myself, we're just going to make a really quick prototype just to see if this can be a thing. And then before you know it, I've gone too deep. And then you become sort of invested in it and you're afraid to let it go because you've put so much time into it so far, you might as well keep going. And then, yeah, vicious cycle. So I find that just quickly drawing it kind of scratches that itch to a certain extent. And then I can feel better sort of walking away from it for a little while. 
and actually that is quite good because then when I look back at it, I can look back on it um, with a fresh set of eyes and not kind of with those feelings of, yeah, this is going to be the next big thing because those feelings have passed since I drew it. Um, so, yeah, I, I keep keep drawing. <laughs> um, and my plan for this Christmas um, is I'd like to make almost uh, a template for a game. Not actually making any kind of game sort of as like any gameplay kind of within the game, almost as like an app framework. So things like... Yeah, like an introductory menu screen, then sort of a level screen, although the level won't actually do anything. Um, Then like a win screen and a lose screen. um, And then put um, sort of ad frameworks in there and in-app purchase to remove the ads so that every time I think of a new game idea, I can basically sort of pull that down from, from Git and just basically start a new game. And I've already got all that basic stuff ready to go. Yeah, and there's kind of a bit of business model baked in there as well. The whole ads and remove ads with an in-app purchase, um, maybe um, uh, the ads that kind of go full screen between, like when you finish a level and you get the win or the lose screen. So yeah, um, I'll get all that kind of baked in. So every time I I want to sort of just get going on a new game idea, I can I can just basically go straight to the the scene where the game is and start making the game as opposed to thinking right now I need to sort out the in-app purchases and the ads and all that sort of stuff so I figure if I get a bit of downtime this Christmas um, in between family coming and going um, I'm going to use the time just to kind of almost I suppose like prep work just doing that so that I'm setting myself up for next year in 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 a more of an efficient manner right and then obviously sort of come January, February sort of time, you'll be taking that template and expanding it on the first game. Yeah, and I think I've, I think I'm fairly settled on on what the what the game's going to be. Um, again, I'm kind of looking at it now in Affinity Designer. <laughs> it looks, <laughs> it's just like boxes and it's it's all kind of like grey and looks yucky. But I, I've basically got the idea out of my head, and yeah. it's kind of yeah, like a very bad drawing with some little text notes in certain bits explaining what certain things are going to be um probably not the way they'll teach you in school how to design a game but it kind of works for me right now so um yeah no, you hit, hit hit the nail on the head though when you sort of said it gets the idea out and that's that's the important thing with any of this sort of stuff um it's an I mean, easy I have... it's an easy way for me to kind of validate myself because obviously kind of work on my own so I don't have anyone else really that I can be like hey what do you think of this or there's no big team around me where there can be a, a, a good discussion going on so I almost have to discuss things with myself and I find the best way is to discuss things at a later date where I'm not like you say caught up in the moment I can come back at it almost without bias yeah um, so, so yeah I think that's of, the way I have to do it a conversation between future you and past you as it were yeah, actually, that's a really good way of describing it, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't necessarily want to make this this something that binds us in too much, Dave. Um, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a race. Well, it um, is. But it is, is <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of is. Um. I, I want to see how far either one of us gets um, with these ideas because I, I, I suspect, you know, life is going to get in the way um, with all the best of intentions. Certainly, 
on my side you know we're, we're still settling into life here in New Zealand and I'm I'm coding full-time um, for paper kites as well so I need to sort of break my days up and make sure that I'm, I'm carving out the right sort of time at the, in the right place as well um, for anything like this but I want to see how far I get so yeah I'm not racing you Dave but I will check in with you <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so if I'm, uh, maybe. So I'm saying that um, I think I shall have a um, a workable prototype by the end of February, and by that I mean I could submit it to test flight um, and expect somebody on on Apple side to just say, "Yep, seems legit," um, and, and approve it through there uh, to be sent out to beta testers. So that's that's the goal for me. It doesn't mean necessarily it is is viable enough to go straight into the store after that, but it's got to be pretty close. And I'm expecting then to only have um, so if it's by the end of February that I've got got this project to there, then by certainly by the end of April it will be in the app store. So that's a good sort of clear four months of kind of whatever I can do in in my free time. Um. <laughs> Where do you think you'll hit? <laughs> um, I would, I would love to be in a position where I could be sort of putting out an app between every one to two months. Now I tried the one app a month thing. I read some yeah. blog post a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I could do that." Um, and it turned out I struggled a lot, and I was in a similar position to you at the time, and I was working pretty much full time. Uh, it was either four or five days a week. I can't quite remember. Um, yeah, and I struggled with the one month thing big time. Um, yeah. not only because I find I could almost finish an app, a small app within that time, but then there's everything that goes with it. The whole like marketing, you got to make all your press materials and reach out to journalists. And I, I struggled to do it all within a month. I think yeah. it'd be interesting to do every other month. So Feb, yeah, end of Feb would be be an interesting target there yeah um again how, re- how realistic it will be because like yourself you know life i'm sure will get in the way um but yeah you've got to set yourself ambitious targets otherwise nothing gets done so yeah um yeah exactly and, and i think for me i've kind of missed having sort of something on the bubble that i'm working to sort of release under my own steam as well so you know i'm kind of looking forward to being back in that that sort of zone, even if it's not something I think is going to be huge or amazing or, you know, going to hit the jackpot of, of you know, viral marketing and suddenly make millions. It's it's not that sort of thing. It's just more about having something, like I say, on the bubble and out there. Um, but yeah, accountability, I think, is key. And I'm hoping, obviously, having this conversation and bouncing things off, off you and, and seeing how you're doing with your project as well. Yeah, that will help keep me keep me on track. <laughs> well, <laughs> next year could be more interesting than we first thought. <laughs> yeah, there'll be the uh, end of January podcast where I'm going. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, stay tuned <laughs> in that case. Okay, 
we'll call that a wrap if you've enjoyed today's show we would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes or if you're an Overcast user you can recommend us by hitting the star button also we have a Slack channel we'd love to invite you to join if you'd like to join us uh, just send us a message on Twitter at WFR Podcast and we'll get you signed up so before we run off Dave where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at DWRoboHeads. That's RoboHeads spelled with a Z at the end. Um, and you can find my applications at RoboHeads.com. Again, that's RoboHeads spelled with a Z. How about you, Dave? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Dave Knott. You can find my remote control for Cody at armchair-remote.com and my latest app to help kids learn to read. You can find it at spacereaders.com.